back to Martin's and More. My name is Marty Rutsch. And I'm Spoon Phillips. And today's episode is brought to you by the Martin OM28 Sunburst. The highly compact Martin Standard Series OM28 Sunburst is born for jazz clubs and blues haunts. It's the versatile sound you can't put down. Compact and commanding, scallop bracing brings your sound to life for finger picking, strumming, or soloing. Perfect balance across all six strings, and vintage appointments give a classic look to a timeless sound. For more information on the OM28 Sunburst, please visit mariesmusic.com. Spoon, what's happening? Well, I am uh, pretty excited by the sponsor this week, because you know I'm a big Red uh, Rosewood OM guy, and I know you are too. And um, even though I no longer own an OM, because I had to go to the short scale, I really uh, prefer the OM sound over the triple O sound. I think it's fuller, uh, has better projection, has a sort of wider uh, projection to it, really very room-filling. And love the uh, combination on that particular guitar with the Indian Rosewood and the Sitka Spruce. Nice, full-bodied, really complex, and a really good balance across all the strings. And of course, the 1935 Sunburst, uh, which was so named because they based it on a on a vintage uh, Martin that was kept in immaculate condition and and away from the sun itself, so it didn't fade. And so it gives you a lot of very, uh, you know, dark black around the edge before the, before the other colors come in. It's, and it's a, it's a beautiful sunburst thing. It looks really cool with the uh, herringbone trim uh, that brings out the lighter side of the herringbone pattern. And uh, very cool guitar, you know, made with today's high-performance neck. Uh, extremely versatile. And uh, the same kind of bracing that's on your own uh, old OM28V. So great guitar. And uh, but a new, uh, you know, modern Martin. And one of the things we're going to talk about today is some um, new, very new and exciting news that's new to Martin. Ah, yes, the Backstage. We're introducing the Martin Backstage new members only club. There are two versions of this. There's Backstage and Backstage All Access. It's the newest thing as we record this program. But we're not just going to talk about the backstage program in a vacuum, but we're also going to talk about some of the reactions we've seen on the internet from a lot of different places, including the unofficial Martin Guitar Forum. And I know anytime you bring something like this to market, you're going to have some people that just jump right in, shut up, take my money. You're going to have some people that say, (laughs) well, I'll think about it. And other people that think, wait a minute, I don't know about this. So my first question to you, Spoon, would be, have you heard anything about this? And what, what do you know before we begin our program? Um, well, yes, I, I have heard a little bit about it. I probably don't know much more than anybody else does because I, I just really didn't have time to, to delve into it or, uh, and, or reach out to people uh, to get some insider reactions. It is brand new. Of course, I had gotten the press release uh, with, you know, along with the other press people, and uh, I knew it was coming. But I, I was a little surprised at the timing that it popped up right now. And, and I think uh, this is a, a sign of, of the modern Martin company that, you know, they try to bring out stuff seasonally rather than have everything come out at a NAMM show. And so this is, uh, you know, that sort of a late summer, early fall uh, surprise for a lot of people. I will say that one of the questions people are going to have is, 
is this replacing the Martin Owners Club, which is a, an entity that had been around for some time and then, and then kind of got quiet and then sort of quietly basically went away. Uh, except for, you know, certain perks, like if you're a member of the Martin Owners Club, you got a discount at the gift shop, that sort of thing. And the answer is essentially yes. This is not um, the rebranding of the Martin Owners Club. If you're a member of the Martin Owners Club, or you have been, you're not just becoming an automatic member of Backstage. So that's something uh, that's important to remember for people who are familiar with the Martin Owners Club. Um, this uh, backstage is replacing it, and so the Martin Owners Club is going away, and uh, the Martin Backstage uh, um, Club, if you like, they don't actually use the word club in the official language, I don't think, but um, it's a program, uh, you know, basically a customer appreciation program, and there are two versions. One of it uh, gives you some of the benefits that existed uh, with the old Martin Owners Club, uh, which was not free. And then there's the backstage all access that's going to have some uh, extra perks to it. And and it's going to be up to the, you know, to the individual to decide whether uh, it's worth joining or not. And I'm sure they're going to get a lot of response from from all over the United States. That's That's one thing about it. It's exclusive to U.S. residents only. And that's, uh, that ties into with some of the perks that we'll go through uh, in a little bit. But um, so I'm, I, I knew it was coming. I didn't expect it to pop up um, until I got the press release. And uh, I'm looking very forward to, to seeing how it develops. And it's been uh, an informative experience to go online and see what certain people are saying about this and, uh, and how compares to the uh, how people reacted to the old Martin Owners Club. And speaking of it's important to remember, it's important to remember we are not here to throw around some gossip. If you're looking for a, an hour-long program where we pile a bunch of stuff on Martin and say things like, what are you crazy? You're at the wrong place. If you want that kind of content, uh, skip right past this episode. We're going to try to bring you some fair, unbalanced conversation. It's so new in our minds. Spoon made a mention that we really didn't talk to anybody about this from Martin. Part of the reason for that is we just decided to talk about this two hours ago. So this isn't something we've researched <laughs> with our friends inside Martin. We don't have a lot of things to bring you as far as up-to-date news from anybody that's really inside the building, but we thought it's a good conversation piece. And I definitely have some thoughts about what I've seen on Martin's website and the replies I've seen and the reactions I've seen, hopefully just bouncing things off a spoon uh, it's one of those programs I was never appreciate my position. I'm a Martin dealer since 2003. So even when the Martin Owners Club came along, I can't really look at these programs, whether it's the old program or the new one, with a customer's eyes or with a player's eyes. But I can appreciate if somebody owns 10, 15 guitars, and then years and years ago, the Martin Owners Club comes around and says, hey, would you like to be in the Martin Owners Club? And some people might say, dude, I'm in the Martin Owners Club. I own Martins. It's, it's a little bit hairy to take these specific terms and get really, really literal about them. But there are probably some people that think if I've given Martin, you know, all this money over the years for my D28, my D18, my OM28V, I've probably spent $75,000. Why am I not in this club? I can see both sides of that. You, you know, as a player and as a Martin owner that you own a Martin. And if you're not one of those people that need to put it on a t-shirt and a hat 
and walk through the town proclaiming it, it's it's a very, very gray area. And I, I could see how some people might just look at this and not give it a second thought. And I can see how some people might say, doesn't my money count for anything? Why am I not automatically a member? Now they've gone and graduated to the backstage and backstage all access. Backstage version is free. You are a member of that without having to buy any kind of cost that up, up front to be in the, in the club. And ironically, maybe this goes against the whole point, you don't have to own a Martin to enter the backstage free version of the club. So I really hope most people listening to this program recognize this backstage and backstage all access. These programs are not what make you a proud Martin owner. It's just, maybe I'll ask you, Spoon, what is it if it's not that? So that's a good question. And I'll go back to what you said early on. I definitely knew people who said what you just said, that said, uh, I, as far as I'm concerned, I am a Martin Owners Club member because I own Martins. Exactly. That's almost, you know, that was basically the exact thing they said. And um, I think it, you know, it, it's going to depend on the individual in any case. There are plenty of brands and products out there that have customer appreciation programs. And I think the Martin Owners Club was, uh, in some people's ear, um, not the best title because of what we just mentioned. And uh, however, there were other people who absolutely embraced it and absolutely loved the fact that this was, you know, they were a member of a club that had certain perks and certain benefits, and they certainly took advantage of it. But they did not, you know, they did not offer a free version of it. And you had mentioned uh, at the beginning of the program uh, the unofficial Martin Guitar Forum, which is how you and I actually met. And as a founding member of that, I think a lot of us were very happy of the experiences we had there. There was a great deal of camaraderie. It was very different than other early internet forums in terms of they wouldn't allow the sort of rancor and bickering and you know, inflaming, as they called it, you know, and, and out and out uh, inappropriate behavior that was, you know, went, run rampant on a lot of forums in those days. So it was an enjoyable place. And then we got together at the, what eventually became Martin Fest. We were all very happy and proud about that and enjoyed that. And, um, and kind of felt like when the Martin Owners Club showed up, it was uh, in a way... Uh, them coming out with their own version of the UMGF after, but then adding on the customer appreciation aspect of it. And in fact, the Martin Owners Club, they had events at the, at the factory, and the first couple of them were gigantic. And uh, the population was much bigger than Martin Fest, and the Martin Fest people were sort of grandfathered into that without having to necessarily be a member of the Martin Owners Club. So there is a background and a history to this that I think people look back on, some of whom uh, do so without being happy about the Martin Owners Club, and others who are were very happy about the owners, Martin Owners Club, that you know that that were members of the UMGF. But to jump forward to what you asked me about backstage, this is not the same thing. It is something new that is. Uh, you have to remember that the. In, the entire executive uh, entity at Martin, now that Chris Martin is officially retired and is only chairman of the board, but the president and the heads of almost every department upstairs at Martin 
wasn't from the Martin Owners Club era. And so this is a new thing brought about by the modern Martin family, if you will, and the Martin company uh, for their customers uh, who in America, in the United States, who wish to take part in this. So why don't we st stop and take a look at Backstage and what uh, comes with Backstage, and then we can take a look at Backstage All Access and then start discussing about what people have to say about it. That makes sense to me. Backstage free, and if it's free, it's for me. You know what I always say. 10% <laughs> discount on merch, chance to win prize packs, access to exclusive merch. So right there, that's this is the poster I'm reading. I'm not in the back office and looking at anything uh, in broad detail, but Martin's email to us that says, you know, here's what you get. 10% discount on merchandise in the 1833 shop Already, if that's all you ever do is become the backstage for free, you didn't pay anything except give them your email, you can go to the 1833 shop, buy some strings, buy some shirts. You're already getting a discount compared to someone who didn't join the program. So right away, that seems like a win. You didn't give anything up. Chance to win prize packs will certainly, it matters a lot what the prize packs are and what your chances are. Access to exclusive merchandise seems interesting to me. I'm sure there are going to be things in the 1833 shop that you can only buy if you're a member of the backstage. So those three things right there, while they're not a laundry list of expensive, you know, no-brainers, I think the program itself is a no-brainer. If, if you like Martin Guitar enough to join backstage free, you're probably a person who will shop at the 1833 shop and you already get a discount. Well, that's a very good point. This is what they say officially. Um, it says, come backstage with Martin Guitar for a true VIP experience an exclamation point have you ever wanted to go backstage with one of the world's most iconic brands in music well now you can by joining martin guitar's newest membership club martin backstage you'll get exclusive perks like discounts on some of your favorite martin merch chances to win one-of-a-kind uh, prize packs and so much more it's free to join, but if you want even more access to all things Martin, sign up for Backstage All Access, giving you even bigger discounts and behind-the-scenes content you'll only find here. So sign up now and come to Backstage. So yes, 10% discount merchandise. Now, I'll be honest with you, I do not remember what the discount was uh, for the Martin Owners Club. It might I don't I don't 15 cent percent might stick in my head, but it might have been 10%. And so if you were ever at the Martin Factory. They would always ask you if you're a member of the Martin Owners Club when you were buying something in the gift shop. Uh, you could also do it just online as well by ordering merchandise online. Um, now, when chance to win prize packs. I'd be very curious to learn more about that as time goes by. I'm sure they're going to have a good time thinking up the different prize packs and, and how those... Uh, and it says chance to win prize packs. So maybe they'll have a set number of them and... And uh, you have to, you know, go on the website and, you know, apply, you know, to join join in to have your name drawn or something to that effect or your membership number drawn. Um, and then it says access to exclusive merchandise. I suspect this is going to be a combination of, of what you said, certain things that you can only get, uh, only be available to Martin Owners Club. Um, I beg your pardon there, I already said it, uh, to backstage <laughs> members. And um, and some of that's obviously going to be branding of Martin Backstage. So shirts and hats and bags or whatever that say Martin Backstage. And again, there are people who love being part of cl clubs and exclusive clubs. So there'll definitely be people who, who want to... Um, 
to have that merchandise, just like there's plenty of people I know who are always happy to wear their Martin Owners Club hat and whatnot. So that's Martin backstage. So what do we get uh, with, and they say so much more. So that implies that maybe they'll be adding things to this as time goes by. But go ahead and, and why don't you tell us a little bit about Backstage All Access. And for people who are not familiar with this, uh, All Access, there's a lot of people who got to go backstage with the Rolling Stones and it cost them a lot of money to go backstage with the Rolling Stones. And they didn't get anywhere near the Rolling Stones. They got to be backstage. But <laughs> Backstage All Access is a totally different thing. And that's something that, you know, can, you know, can actually bring you into a rarefied company. And I have a feeling that, you know, someday as this program moves forward, that'll probably be the case with backstage all access where um, C.F. Martin is concerned. But what are, you, what are they telling us we get right now? Well, I know that's not where you're taking me with that comment, but I wouldn't be surprised if you do a backstage tour at Martin and do bump into one of the Rolling Stones. That certainly can happen. And it's no joke. I, I know a lot of people who have taken tours and bumped into, you know, touring acts. So I, ironically, you have more of a chance of seeing Keefe in this program than you do with the other things that Spoon mentioned. But $99 gets you backstage all access, 20% discount on merchandise, access to exclusive merchandise again, a 10% discount on repairs. I'm going to come back to that. Access to exclusive content, true fire lessons, new product development surveys, and exclusive regional events. So I'll go back to the one that has the most opportunity for a flame. At the same time, they're telling you 10% discount on repairs. They do put an asterisk there. From time to time, there are times at Martin where they get so backlogged with repairs that they won't accept any new repairs. And the irony here, and, I, and Spoon and I talked about this very briefly before we put the turn on the microphones. Right now, Martin's not accepting new repairs at the factory and this is being taped in september of 2023 that could all change in october that could all change in two years so it's not that they shouldn't <laughs> do it this way but it's, it's one of those things where who knows martin might catch up with the backlog and in january by the time somebody sees this for the first time they are accepting repairs but i have seen some internet reactions where well that's terrible they're offering 10 percent on a 10% discount on repairs, and they're not letting you repair it there. But this is the backstage $99, and there's a lot to unpack there, but that's the first thing that caught my eye, timing-wise. Well, yes, I think it's important to point out that, uh, yes, they, the repairs department may start accepting repairs next week even. We don't know that. First of all, this is nothing new for many, many years. Martin has said from time to time, we're not accepting repairs right now. That's because they have a big backlog. And anybody who's taken the tour has seen the, the uh, guitars sitting there literally on the deck, on the shelving right behind the repair people. Um, waiting their turn and that's only a fraction of what you see that's not those are the, the re, those are the ones that are about to be repaired they probably have many more sitting in cases so if you want your guitar repaired at Martin whether you're paying for it or whether it's covered under your warranty you have to wait and you and probably wait longer than if you would take it to a local Martin repair guy so or a gal and um, but I want to say when you mentioned the asterisk, there is an asterisk next to 10% discount on repairs. It says 10% off repairs and free restringing with Martin Repair Shop Services performed at the Martin factory. And then it says appointment required. 
So you you can't just walk in like you could 25 years ago, and with a with a uh, guitar that needed repaired and have somebody come out and take a look at it. Uh, you have to have an appointment these days, and they're not that difficult to get. But you do have to have an appointment. The free restringing is implied. You get a free set of strings when they repair your guitar, whether they have to take the strings off or not. But they probably do, and they don't charge you for the, the uh, free set of strings. Um, and I think that's important. There's also a double asterisk next to access to exclusive merch. And it also says ten, uh, on the 10% discount on merch um, uh, under backstage free. And that double asterisk says discount on select merchandise only. Guitars and strings not included. Discount automatically applied to checkout when logged in as backstage member. Not valid on previous purchases. Now, um, this tells me that it's on select merchandise only, guitars and strings not included, which is interesting that strings are not included. But that double asterisk currently isn't next to the 20% discount on merch by the backstage all access members. So mm. I don't know, does that mean, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be hearing a lot about this. What do you mean I don't get 20% off my D45? You doesn't say, you know, the double asterisk wasn't applied to... On, on the <laughs> placard. So um, I have a feeling they meant to put that on there as well, or they may put it in the wrong place. And instead of access to exclusive merchandise, it's supposed to be next to 20% discount on merchandise. So it's not everything that they make. It's, uh, there's only going to be certain things that you can get 10% off, but I'm sure that will be made clear when you go on the website or, you know, or, or, see, uh, or visiting the factory. That's a very good point. So, but still, 20% discount, that's a big discount. And the exclusive merchandise, that clearly implies that backstage all access people are going to have access to exclusive merchandise like you do with the free version. Um, but you also get access to exclusive content. And we don't know what that means yet. And it's probably something that's going to evolve over time. But when you hear that, when you hear access to exclusive content, what does it make you think of or what do you imagine that to be? Well, there's the hopeful side of me and the practical side. The hopeful side is there are things like meet and greets, maybe exclusive things that are happening at the factory that involve maybe artists. If somebody, maybe not John Mayer, but somebody, maybe somebody like him is coming to the factory. I would imagine there's a possibility if you're one of these backstage all access members that there might be some something thrown at Martin that seems like it's not doesn't have to be planned, you know, many months and weeks in advance, but things that could happen that would imply, like I'm, I'm taking the word backstage very literally, and I want exclusive access to the people building the guitars, the artists that I know that are playing them. I think my mind goes to that first, and I don't know if that's just the hopeful side of me, and if there is any practical reason for it. I would be pretty pumped if I paid 99 bucks a year, and a couple times a year I was invited to go to Martin on a, th on a Thursday afternoon, and see, even if it was some regional act, that they're not going to be in the lobby doing a concert. It's going to be in a place at the factory. It's the whole vision of, here's my pass. I want to get backstage. So depending on how true they, they keep to that thinking, it would be really neat if they actually went that far with it. And it wasn't just, conversely, I hope it's not something that seems extremely easy to do if you're not a member. I want to see a real value and a deliberate cutoff where if I don't pay 99 I shouldn't be able to get close to what those guys are getting. And that's that's sort of where my mind goes right away. Again, 
Uh, I know Martin's going to say things like the disclaimer, you know, this is all subject to change without notice. This conversation is one of the most off-the-cuff conversations we've had on this program in, in many months. It, typically, we at least give each other two days notice. Let's talk about this next time I see you. This just came up so quickly. I, I, I reserve the right to, to think differently, but that's what I'm saying is on, on the front of my mind for sure. Well, I'd just like to, to point out there have been multiple times where I had no idea what we were going to talk about until that day, even though <laughs> different topics have been suggested you know, pre previously. So I've been surprised here and there. But um, That's fair. I like your idea. I think, you know, um, the Martin Factory has the Martin Museum attached to it uh, and the Visitor Center, and they have that nice stage in there where I shoot my, you know, NAM. Uh, model videos these days and um, they've definitely had many artists go in there and perform on there for private videos and things like that. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if we were going to see certain backstage all access uh, events that uh, that you're invited to come in like you said whether it's one of their uh, brand ambassador sort of people um, performing or if it's you know could be somebody bigger it's also possible that they will have that tiered where there'll be certain events that all backstage members are invited to and can go to but all backstage all access will have everything from select seating while it's available to possibly at a reception with the artist or something along those lines i think i think they are probably enjoying brainstorming about what they're going to be able to offer uh, the backstage uh, members and the backstage all access members uh, but I would also uh, say that we're also, you don't have to go to the Martin factory to uh, take advantage of this. I, I'll flat guarantee you they're going to have events in different cities. They're going to have events, you know, it could be something like what they've been doing with Chris Martin and Craig Thatcher has gone in and done presentations where he talks about the history of the Martin Guitar Company and the family, and Craig is there to demonstrate different uh, models. Those are fantastic events and always a blast. And I got, I got to see one in New York City um, that was tied in with the custom shop where they had custom shop models there and representatives of the custom shop. And they probably don't do that all over the country, but you know, New York City is just a quick drive from Pennsylvania. So they were able to do it where I was, but I know they would love to do those kinds of things around the country. And I would imagine there'll be other things, perhaps even, even concerts like they did. I went to see a Martin sponsored concert at the Metropolitan Museum of Art with Steve Miller and Lawrence Juber and uh, Roseanne Cash, you know, people like that. Um, Ricky Skaggs, not Ricky Skaggs, I'm sorry. Um, oh, who's that? Ricky uh, Bobby. Forgive me, who's this, sh this sh what's that? Ricky Bobby from the Will Ferrell movie. Hey, I'm Ricky Bobby. We just want to take a moment to talk to you about snow blindness and cats. No. <laughs> No, I'm thinking Marty Stewart. Sorry, I was thinking Mandalus. <laughs> Who's the Mandalus? Mar Marty Stewart. But anyway, I would not be surprised if they don't uh, organize some of that in different in different venues that are that you may have to pay if you're a member of the public, but maybe you get in free if you're backstage all access or something like that. These are things that you and I are fantasizing about that we would love to see happen. What will certainly happen, there will be tours, let's say a tour given by C.F. Martin IV. There may be tours given by uh, 
uh, Thomas Ripson, the president, or somebody like that that are only open to those kind of, you know, to uh, backstage all-access members. They'll definitely have those kind of things. And like, for instance, they had an evening uh, with Robert Getzel at the factory, uh, showing off his hand-painted guitars, stuff like that. Those are certain things that will probably be uh, organized for backstage all-access people. And they, they call it exclusive content, so there may also be online stuff that's only available to people. So I'm curious to see if they have a section at the Martin uh, website that's going to be de dedicated to backstage all access that may be a forum uh, or something along those lines. So uh, this will be interesting. Oh, maybe live streams and stuff. Yeah. Yes, this will be interesting to see. And maybe even live, you know, live video chatting. You know where you where you can where you can come in. They they did that for us for press people, uh, last Nam, and um, not this past year but the year before. And where you could log on, and actually be on for a live internet broadcast demonstration of models and stuff. That was uh, that was only you had to be invited to it. And so I could definitely see them. They probably thought that was very successful, and I can definitely see them doing that. So what about new product development surveys? I think that's a real polarizing piece of information because I could see some people thinking, wow, I get to decide if they're coming out with a new set of strings that I get to be one of the voices that gets to tell them those are great, these aren't. Or other people might say, wait a minute, you're making me do your product research, you do it, I want to buy it, I don't want to work for you. <laughs> I really, I have done things in the past, I think you have too, where they've given us strings to try and, and beta test those kind of things. Um, I always felt flattered. It was, I was just one of many, many, many voices, but I was able to, you know, tell our friends Tim Teal and Bert Germick at the time uh, what I think of something. And it, I don't pretend that my voice mattered more than someone else's, but it mattered more than not being asked. And I thought that was fun. So I think if fast forward two years and you see, I don't know, a brand new guitar model or more, more likely a, a set of strings or something that's very easily shipped. If you find out that you were part of the reason that went to market and, and you're part of the reason other people's voices didn't make sure that that program got canceled, I think that's kind of fun. I've actually seen other brands do things like that. I don't know that it was part of owners clubs or backstage clubs, but I have seen online, other at least other string manufacturers talk about doing that. So that part of it, I... I don't know that I would say I'd pay $99 a year for it and feel like it was value, but I would certainly be, appreciate being involved if I paid 99 and liked other parts of the program. I wouldn't look at that and dismiss it. I would definitely dive into that. It probably happens more often than you think. That's an interesting uh, point. Well, I know they do that a lot, and they and they do that with a lot of uh, big-time professionals, who are uh, quietly, you know, give their opinion about different things. I think uh, that sort of beta testing thing. That's not something I don't think they're going to be able to do across a, a wide population, though they may uh, they may cherry pick certain people. Uh, uh, about that, I think they're probably talking about more like online surveys of. Do you, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? What do you think of this? Here's like three different cutaways. Do you, which one do you think looks ugly? I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, that's interesting. Trying to think of other things they might talk about. Neck shapes, um, alternative products. Um, would you would you be turned off if a guitar had a four-piece top, which we know are coming? Um, you know, that, that sort of thing. That makes more sense. 
So I think they'll be asking people about that in terms of R&D, uh, trying to get opinions of people who care enough to, to give their opinion. Um, and, and I'll flat guarantee you there's going to be plenty of those people out there on every guitar forum that's ever been out there. This is nothing exclusive to the UMGF, where there are certain people that dedicate their lives to crossing their arms and furrowing their brows and saying, I don't like it. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, and I've seen people when they, you know, a new model comes out that was meticulously designed and tried all of this inlay and that took, a, you know, a master craftsman to come up with a prototype of inlay. And people say, I think it's ugly. Like, you know, it's <laughs> like, um, you know, then you've got a very, very uh, small uh, definition of, of what is not ugly, but you know, so it's always going to be those kind of people. But I think there's a lot of other people that would welcome uh, putting in their two cents and and saying, um, like, which of these do you find aesthetically appealing? Um, would you say they may? I don't know. Whether, are, would they do a multiple choice? Would you say this is just right? Too much inlay? Not enough inlay? Or you know, however you're going to do that. Um, so I'd, I'd be curious to see what that means when it comes to new product development surveys. And these are exclusive to the all-access backstage members. Now, I want to uh, bring something up because you twice have mentioned the price. We never even formally announced that. So to be a backstage all-access member, it costs $99 a year. This is $29 more than... Uh, oh, wait a second. Is it $29 more or is it $39 more? It used to be $60. So $39 more. <laughs> then uh, I was told there'd be no math. Yes, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Homer. Um, so, but yes, the. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, so it's, it's, you know, almost $40 more than the Martin Owners Club was. So I think that was $60. I don't remember now. But I think they're trying to make it worth it. And, and, you know, if you like Martin merchandise and you like to buy Martin merchandise, 20% off uh, throughout the year is you know, definitely getting back some of your $99 and having uh, and whatever the exclusive merchandise is. Um, if you take advantage of uh, having the discount repairs as they become available, you could uh, earn your 99 back during the course of the year. And that's the way these kind of clubs typically work. Um, um, so what the exclusive content is, we don't know. The new product development surveys, how much is that worth to the individual? That's up to the individual. And the exclusive regional events that I had mentioned before, that's they're clearly planning exclusive regional events for all access members. And so what those are, um, That'll be fascinating to see. If, uh, and that may depend on how many backstage members they get. If they get enough people to fill the Roxy in Los Angeles, then you know, maybe they'll rent out the Roxy and, and have you know, a bunch of California you know, musicians. Maybe they'll get Yorma and Lawrence Juber and those people to put on, you know, pay them to put on a show just for all access members. I'm very curious to find out you know, how much of that means those kind of touring roadshow things with Martin Models, um, how much of it is the, the uh, meet and greet things that Chris Martin likes to do, how much of it is going to be, uh, you know, musical performances, all remains to be seen. Yeah, and it makes sense to say, even if you're kind of on the fence about it, 
there's no harm in like watching to see what happens. Maybe you find out about this program in the fall of 2023. Wait until January, February. Wait and see. The downside of that is you might find out in February in, in, a, in a Martin press release, here's the great party you missed. And it's like, oh, I could have been there. But there's no harm in, you know, dipping your toe in the pool. And I, I don't mean for this program to send everybody to their to the bank and, and give Martin your 99 bucks today. Maybe maybe it's it's wise to kind of watch and see what's happening. I would be surprised if the whole holiday season comes and goes without something being announced. And if you're wondering what's it going to be at the factory, are there going to be shows and are there going to be events? It'll be telling if they have a big Christmas party that's open to the public and has nothing to do with this program. You didn't have to spend 99 bucks to go there and they have the lobby open and they have Craig Thatcher playing in the museum and that kind of stuff again. It's not anything to really get upset about, but it'll be interesting to see if you want to wait and, and find out what they're offering. Do you want to be that person that, that locks in and, and whatever they come out with first, you have early access or are you going to kind of stand in the back and see if someone else has fun first? But I, it's, it's gotten me more interested than I thought it would when I first saw it coming out. I just figured, well, that's not a dealer thing. That's a customer thing. But I do see some opportunity. I, I too have seen some, you know, custom shop shows. And and if we, I don't want to bring up the, the bad subject again, but we're dragging our feet so painfully with architects and construction. Our big store has not been revamped yet. That's been the idea the entire time where as soon as we get into this bigger building, it's going to be built around a stage for clinics and for road shows and custom shop evenings with Chris, those kind of things. That's what's going to happen first at our store. And we're going to build the guitar room and the emidifiers and, and the desks around that, you know, centered idea. So I totally get and appreciate whenever Martin goes to a, you know, like a back in the day, Mandolin Brothers or a, a Rudy's or something like that. Those kind of things, it'd be interesting to see. And I was listening really close to the way you were saying it, are... Is it going to be a situation where only people that paid 99 get to go to that? Or is the public allowed there? But then after the show is over, the backstage all-access members get to hang out for an extra hour of stuff that's only to them. You know, how literal are they taking the backstage wording? But I'm, I'm curious. I think it's a very good point. And it also brings up a question that's related to some of the stuff we're talking about, even though this is a little bit of a sidetrack. So you are a Martin dealer. But you're not an official uh, license, or they don't call it license, but you're not, you're not, you do not do the warranty repair agreement. You guys don't do repairs per se. You do, you know, saddles and pickups and, uh, and setups, um, which is a very important thing to have somebody who knows how to set up a guitar. Um, but do you ever get people coming to you saying, um, if I try to take this to the factory, it's going to take months. Uh, can you just, if I just paid you, uh, can you just repair my Martin? Um, what do you say? Do you ever hear from people who ask you that, for one thing? And what do you say when you hear that question? Uh, we hear that quite a bit. At least once a week, we do get somebody coming to us in a phone call or an email about, you know, can I get warranty work done there? Can I get, I have warranty work that needs to be done, but I don't want to go to Martin and, and I don't want to wait until they open up again. I don't even care if I have to pay out of pocket. Can you fix it for me? We cannot do that here. We've, as Spoon was saying, pick up strap buttons, setups, uh, bridge pins, those kind of things we do all the time. And it, it does not exclude or void the Martin warranty because I do have the knowledge and I am authorized by Martin to do those things here. But if anything else like fret work 
for repairs, you know, refinishing, those kind of things. Uh, depending on where you're located, we send you to John Hall at Blues Creek Guitars in Higgins or Wingat, Pennsylvania, our friends, Brothers Music, Dave and Rich. They're the two people that are within an hour's drive of us that we, we know as, as friends. We can vouch for their history, and we've, we've had our, you know, I've had guitars myself worked on by those people. So in-house, we don't, but the question does come up quite a bit. And I just like to say that's three people. Dave and Rich isn't the guy's name. It's Dave and Rich. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, I thought it was one person. I thought it was like a <laughs> Dave Endrich. That's right, Dave Endrich. And here's Dave Endrich of <laughs> Brother. Dave Endrich is awesome. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Rich. It should be Rich and Dave. Have you, did you ever get anything work done by Rich and Dave? Rich and Dave. Yes, Rich and Dave. Yes, I have actually, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, all, all three of them are worthy, worthy, uh, you know, extremely talented and uh, <laughs> uh, veteran uh, guitar repair people. Whether you are warranty, uh, have warranty repairs or vintage guitars or whatever it is. So, okay, so good. I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we did that. Now, I would like to, before we move on to what's basically the second part of the program, of kind of opening this up to other opinions out there about this recent news, how would you like to uh, make me render my opinion on what guitar uh, of currently available at Martin is available for sale that I have to guess during 20 questions? Ladies and gentlemen, stop what you're doing and listen. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. Let's do this. 20 questions. Yeah, so 20 questions. If you're not familiar with this, the, uh, the smart guy, being Maury, is going to think up a Martin guitar that's currently available for sale at Martin dealers and on the Martin website. And the wise guy, being me, has up to 20 questions to try to guess what model he's uh, thinking of and up to three guesses of what model it is, but those are part of the 20 questions. Now, the last time... I stumped Mari by choosing the D45S Deluxe 1936, uh, which is a very rare uh, model that is still available and still in the Martin uh, catalog and on the, on the website. So we will have to see if he can get revenge. All that to say, I'm allowed to be a jerk this week and nobody should have a problem with it. <laughs> Why well, change now? <laughs> <laughs> 20 questions on the clock. Go. Is this guitar made in Nazareth, Pennsylvania? No. Ooh. ooh, ooh. Right, there's a single one. Question number one. Is this guitar made with the dreadnought shape? No. Another single. Um, is this guitar made with the S body size? No. Okay. Does this guitar have a spruce top? No. Did you give up? No, I do not give up. Does this guitar have a Sepales top? No. 
That's five questions. So we know it's not made in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. It's not a dreadnought. It's not an S. So it's not one of the new SC hybrids. It does not have a spruce top, and it does not have a Sapele top. Does this guitar have an HPL top? Yes. Does this guitar have a short scale neck? Yes. I should narrow this down a little further. Does this guitar have a triple O body size? No. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Okay. So. That was eight questions. Oh, good. Well, then I should be able to, uh, I should be able to get through this without too much trouble. Ah, let me crack my knuckles. Uh, is this guitar the OX1E? Yes. The old guy still got it. Wait, no, I changed my mind. Can I change my pick? <laughs> that would be a no. <laughs> so, well, that's very clever. So, because a lot of people don't even know this model exists. This is a concert size Martin. I forgot to tell you, you only get 10 questions with the free version. <laughs> the all-access version of 20 questions gets you 20 guesses. I'm so sorry. I should have put that uh, in a product release. <laughs> that's very funny or it would be if it was funny um <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry continue okay but yes this is we're talking about the ox1e the e of course means it's acoustic electric guitar um and the one means that it has a doesn't have a spruce top it has an hpl high pressure laminate top that allows them to put very cool uh, patterns on top of it that are basically photographs. They're done by a digital printer, basically, but they're photographic. And in this case, it's an O size. So it's a concert size instrument, 14 fret concert size instrument in the X series. And it has this gorgeous looking mahogany pattern on it. So it looks similar to something from the 15 series or really something from the old 17s from the pre-war era. And uh, so very cool guitar. Um, it's short scale, but also the little O concert size body makes it ideal for people with smaller hands, smaller arms. So, you know, more petite musicians. Somebody who wants a, a travel guitar that's still a full-size guitar. And, um, or of course, for children or older children who are, you know, serious musicians that, that need to have something that's got a, a you know, a full size, uh, 24.9 inch scale. So a very cool guitar and a really cool, I'm, I'm really pleased that I even remembered it. I was like, okay, how many <laughs> non-triplos are there? I think there's only a double O and it's like, wait a second, don't they make an O? Is that, do they? And I didn't even know, I thought you were going to tell me they don't make it anymore. So I'm glad I got it. So you almost had me. Congratulations. That was fun. And I, I think it was fair. I, I think I picked a weird one, but I didn't go off the rails like some other people do. <laughs> I have no idea what you're referring to. Can I throw a trivia question your way? We could ask it now and answer it later. Sure. Go right ahead. 
The OX1E isn't the brand new model. It used to be called something else. What did it used to be called? Oh, wow. That's a trivia question. So you've got something that's probably going to stump me because I don't actually remember. Not if it wasn't like named Steve or something like that, but I don't think it was. Um, <laughs> it wasn't I don't Steve. remember who it was, but I, I knew somebody when I was in uh, college who had a cat named Steve. I thought that was hilarious. But anyway. Um, Get that cat out of the way! <laughs> All right, back to the program. That was fun and games, but they're over. Let's take a look and see what the unofficial Martin Guitar Forum is saying about Martin backstage. And again, we're not trying to drum up drama. We're not going to pick and choose everything that just brings gossip to the table. But there are some people that are saying positive. Some people are saying negative stuff. One member does write, as a charter member of the Martin Owners Club, this is very disappointing. I thought I'd be a member for life, even though the value of the club has diminished over time. But this revamp, if that's what you'd call it, just smacks of cheapness and false promises of perks that will never materialize. Sorry, I truly love Martin, but welcome to a new chapter in how things are done. I have something I want to say about that spoon, but I'll let you go first. Well, I, you know, I can sympathize with people who uh, felt that way. I think, I think there's a bigger sting for people that, that they can feel like they've just changed the name, but I have to pay more than I used to pay. Uh, and I've got to say, I'm not sure where their pricing model came from, but I'm assuming this is going to cost Martin more than the Owners Club did to uh, offer the uh, some of the exclusive content they're offering, and that's probably what's behind it. And like I said, we're only guessing at this point that it's going to involve some, you know, actual artist events and things like that. But I think uh, I understand how people will feel that way. And uh, it's always going to come down to the individual, whether they feel they want to continue uh, with uh, backstage or, or not. It's a little bit unfair because we're actually reading what people have written on the UMGF, you know, yesterday, two days ago, three days ago. And it's not a healthy conversation where we could say our comment about their comment and have them chime in and say, this is exactly what I meant. I doubt any of these uh, little pieces of information that we're going to repeat are so in stone that if you ask this person to re-say it again next week and next month, that they're like living and dying by this feeling. But when he says it just smacks of cheapness and false promises of perks that will never materialize, I think it's too early. I think he has a right to feel like he should have been a member for life. And if he's going to long outlive the Martin Onus Club way earlier than he thought he would, I could, I could definitely side with that point. But what if, like we talked about earlier, what if in the next two or three months or four months... There are some really cool exclusive concerts, VIP, uh, you know, things at Martin. It's it's too soon to say that this stuff will never materialize. I, I could see how he feels, and it, it just, like you said, stings is a good word. But I'll vote to say maybe it's a little bit early to feel exactly that same way. And again, I'm not taking, it's, it's not my place to tell him he can't feel like that. But if this is our platform to sort of uh, agree, disagree, or, or find some common ground in the middle, that's, that's sort of what I, where I feel about that one. Well, I also, this reminds me of something that I meant to say a long time ago in the program when I forgot to do that, that this new content for members, the online stuff, and it's still not sure what that's going to be. It's probably, it might be just, uh, um, there may be like a section on the website where you can log in with your number and there'll be exclusive printed material. Um, there's probably going to be videos in like backstage as in 
uh, either conversations with uh, with people at, at Martin or uh, sort of video tour stuff that you don't normally see on the tour. I think that's all being expected, but it's supposed to start in October. So they're starting right away. There's going to probably, as far as I understand, they're going to start be putting out stuff every month starting in October for the, uh, for, I know how much of that is for the exclusive members, uh, the back, you know, the, the all access members and how much of it is uh, for backstage in general. I, I don't know that. But it's starting soon. It's uh, it's and and so people will be able to see pretty quickly, or at least if they don't join right away, will be able to go on guitar forums and hear people describe what's what they are seeing who are members. So here's something that I noted that someone said, uh, and referring to the overall conversation that was going on um, about because a great deal of what we saw in the UMGF uh, is people talking about repairs, which kind of branched out into complaints about. Uh, the bat, you know, how long it takes to get your guitar repaired and all that stuff. Um, but in terms of the actual new backstage uh, club and the all access, someone wrote, if they gave away free ice cream guaranteed to be delivered to your door at the perfect temperature and consistency, someone would complain. <laughs> and I know a lot of people <laughs> like that. Uh, they go on to say that Martin makes guitars for customers to buy and play. They're under no obligation to provide additional entertainment for owners of their instruments. And then he cites other builders like Bourgeois, Olson, Collings, don't and no one complains. So here's something that Martin is trying to do for the, in other words, for their uh, customers who want to take advantage of it. And so I think the bottom line is... If it's not something you're interested in, that's fine, and that's your, you know, that's totally valid. It's something else entirely to imply that no one else should be interested in it either. Um, and <laughs> and I'll just add to one last thing about that. For some people, for some of us, ninety-nine dollars is a day's pay. For some of us, ninety-nine dollars is a day's take-home pay. For some of us, it's half a day's pay. For other people, it's like an hour's pay or half an hour's pay. So they, to be, uh, and, and there's an awful lot of people out there who love Martin guitars, that have a lot of Martin guitars, that have spent a lot of money on Martin guitars, and frankly, $99 to be able to feel like they're a member of an exclusive club that gives them some of these advantages is, is you know the price of one of their cigars so you know it's very relative when it comes to whether you're getting your money's worth or or how painful it is to spend 99 dollars to join this all exclusive backstage thing personally i'm waiting to see what kind of uh exclusive events might make it worth it for me but i'm sure you know other people are going to have their own opinions about it and we look forward to seeing your opinions on the youtube uh, comments on the youtube version of this uh, podcast so please give us your opinion of all this new martin backstage stuff exactly i'm glad you said it first because i forgot to bring that up earlier we do want to know what you think and to your comment a minute ago I wonder if you told somebody, hey, what do you think of the new backstage program? And they say, I've never heard of it. And then you explain, well, you can get it for free and you get 10% off in the store or you can pay 99 bucks and you get the 20% off and all the other perks. I don't like it. Well, what did you think about it 20 seconds ago before you didn't know it existed? <laughs> I do wonder how many people would never even expect or hope for or look into. I mean, I, I bought a kayak so long ago. When Lori got into it, I ended up buying one for myself, and we became 
avid at, you know, if she's going to have a new hobby, I wanted to do that with her. I didn't spend a moment thinking about, well, how do I go to Hobie? What's their website? How can I go and find out if this, this, and this? But if you told me tomorrow, there's a new thing where you can sign up for free and get 10% off. If they stopped talking right there, I'd say, great. If they kept talking and said, if you spend a hundred bucks, you get all these other things. I wonder if I would say, wait a minute, why don't I get that for the free one? When the day before that, I had no idea I could get something and I didn't want anything. How many people go through life buying a Martin guitar, knowing all good and well that they have a website, they have social media, but they buy the guitar, they begin playing it and they stop thinking about everything else. I think some of the people that are upset about this program, and this is entirely my opinion, I have no, nothing to base it on. I bet some people who don't like the fact that the all access is a hundred bucks would ever do it. If it wasn't, it was nine dollars. If it was, if it was all access is free backstage, or I, I should say, if the backstage was free and the all access was a dollar. I mean, it. I don't. It really just brings your point home. Some people could spend ninety nine bucks without even blinking. Some people would really rather put that towards a K and K pickup or lots of strings or a guitar strap. I, I just, I bet a lot of people don't know about this program and wouldn't have a hard and fast opinion if they didn't know about it. And then as soon as they know about it, ah, I think, like you said at the beginning of the program, that's that's awful. Well, you weren't bothered by it before you knew it existed. And it, like you said, with Bourgeois and Callings, are those customers re repeatedly knocking down the door at those websites saying, Callings, when are you going to give me a club? I, I bet you a lot of people wouldn't care and then immediately would be upset. Well, yes, and I, I, this goes back to something, I've, uh, phenomenon, uh, phenomena that uh, pops up all over the place with many different uh, products in different industries, but and when it comes to uh, guitars and Martin guitars, I've, I can't even begin to imagine how many times I've seen on the internet or heard people talking about models that come out and complain so much about them, about the way it looks at this neck or that, and they, but they, as you said, they would have never bought it in any case ever. So, so <laughs> you know, I don't understand, you know, why, why they, uh, why they feel the need to do that. But, but there's there's no way they would have ever bought the guitar, no matter what Martin could have done to it, um, and yet they complain about it like it was an abomination that Martin should have never come out with when obviously there's going to be people who buy it and like it. But um, And I think that's the same thing with this. There's going to be people who you say, did you know Martin had this? And they'll say, no, I didn't know about that. That's interesting. And they'll go on because it's not something that they're interested in. And other people will say, oh, that's very cool. I'm glad to know that. And and I think they're going to, you know, I believe they're going to move this toward what they originally imagined the Martin's Owners Club is going to be, there's going to be, they're going to make it a little more worth it for people to, uh, they're going to try to make more of a community out of it, which is something that I think they tried to do with Martin's Owners Club and never really quite uh, succeeded at. And so I'm curious to see how much uh, goes into their online content that's exclusive to uh, the all-access uh, all members. And, and really what they, again, I'll go back to what these original events are going to be like. Um, but, um, but I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's one more interesting thing about Martin that, uh, that will, you know, people can talk about. And we will certainly talk about it. Yeah, and to bring your point home, too, you mentioned a little while ago how the repair problem at Martin, and right now they're not accepting anything. 
Another comment on the UMGF here. Uh, one of the longtime UMGF members wrote, from time to time over the years, when factory repairs get seriously backed up, they temporarily stop accepting repairs until the backlog goes down. It's nothing new. It doesn't mean they'll never accept new repair work going forward. I just wanted to make an effort at the end of this program to bring back one positive comment. By the time you hear this podcast, they might have already been accepting repairs again at Martin. Or by the time you find out about the program, the same thing. Heck, it, they might accept them, stop, and accept them, and stop again. It's just one of those things. So I think the timing is a little bit funny that when I first found out about the program, currently they're not accepting them. But let's you know, let's take that with a grain of salt. And this person's comment is really true. If, if Martin starts accepting repairs again... There was another comment that made mention your 10% off repairs might actually be worth a hundred bucks or more. And right there, you've gotten all the perks to be in backstage all access and you're it paid for the, you know, the difference in repairs. So there's, there's definitely a positive side to this too. There's no right or wrong answer. And a lot of the things we're talking about on today's show, especially the last comments that Spoon made are entirely human nature. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the two of us don't ever fall into those kind of traps. I'm sure I'm guilty complaining about something online that's not guitar related. You guys will never see evidence of, but I can't sit here and say I'm without fault and I've, I'm have i so much more, I'm wired right and you guys aren't. It's not that at all. I won't speak for you, Spoon, but I'm sure if you really looked hard enough in my history, you can find evidence of me acting like this in certain ways. And it's it's just, it's it's going to bring out positives and negatives no matter how you spin it and i'd love to revisit this topic long after this program gets its legs and and maybe maybe next summer we we can laugh about how worried we were and look at the great backstage things that you got to do with this program from what i've what i can tell from Lori talking to some people inside martin whether i should say this or not i i feel like i'm allowed to say this is becoming popular i, I won't go into details but the whole idea of backstage and backstage all access from some people inside Martin that Lori speaks with, it's becoming well received. So what do we know? That's interesting because it's it's relatively new. The news just came out and but uh, it spread. And like I said, a lot of us got word of this before it came out. And so they I'm sure there are certain people out there that already had mentioned to their friends. And so there have been some people really waiting to see what this was going to be all about. And um, I've just been so busy with so many other things, it just kind of snuck up on me when they when they announced it publicly. So, so I, you know, I think the jury's out on this and um, that a lot of the comments about it are premature because we don't know that much about it. I look forward to uh, doing, as you recommended, a, another program about this down the line. And we, you know, after this program gets established and, and we get a better understanding of what it's all about and, and hear back from people who, ha who have joined and what they think of it. And, um, and as you were saying, you know, like, you, you know, you were talking about how you're not perfect and that, you're, that you've been capable of, you know, having opinions that are, you know, kind of cranky complaints or however you worded it and all that. You know, I would just like to add that I, of course, am perfect and I never do that. <laughs> and, um, and I had to move my head to the side so my nose, once it was growing out, wouldn't bump into the microphone. But, um, <laughs> but like that, that Leslie Nielsen in Airplane. Uh, as the doctor <laughs> talking about how there's nothing wrong with the crew and his nose goes, Boo. <laughs> one of the funniest moments in cinema history. Um, okay, so, uh, well, this was fun. I, I'm glad we did this. 
and uh, it is something you know new and interesting. So, so I look forward to uh, seeing how it pans out for Martin and for uh, those uh, people who join backstage. I feel the same way, and, and I'm I, I knew you were perfect before today's program, but it just feels I feel validated to know that I was right about you being perfect. And if you guys feel the same way I do, please let us know in the comments section how perfect Spoon is. Uh, I don't know if there's <laughs> enough room in the comments for all of you to say it. On the same subject, we do appreciate you being here, and I hope you guys have found some value, some entertainment here. If you did, please, please consider giving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means so much. It helps us grow the program, and we really do put a lot of work into this. If you have a certain thing you want to say about how much fun you're having, whether it's you know kidding around or not, uh, Apple Podcasts is the place to do it. And if you do it, we might even read your review on the air. Robert D. writes, as always, a very informative program. Thanks. Well, Robert, thank you so much for taking the time to say that. Yes, indeed. And I like this, and I noticed that people uh, have mentioned about, um, they were hoping this program was, uh, that Martin is putting out is going to extend beyond the United States or Canada. Apparently, it's only the United States. And so that's too bad for the folks overseas. But I would like to send a shout out to, to Rick in uh, southern england uh, in greater london for uh for your comments uh, that i received by email talking uh where you referred to uh Mari and i as being a, a a great asset and resource so that was very kind of you and i hope you enjoyed the cd that i just stuck in the mail to send to england and um and I have a question for Mari, and my question for Mari is what is the answer to the trivia question I almost got out of here without saying, didn't I? We were talking about the Martin OX1E. Technically, that's not a new model. It's a new name. That model used to be called... Steve. (laughs) The Martin Steve is now the OX1E. This concert size model features figure mahogany pattern. The Martin OX1E used to be called the OX2MAE. Why'd they change that? That rolls off the tongue. (laughs) Yes. You don't remember, Spoon, maybe four or five years ago now, they did, across the whole platform in the X-Series, go away from those alphabet soup names to keeping things like the D28, uh, D35. Now it's going to be the ox one they certainly made, uh, I think they made a beautiful decision, but that used to be called uh, the OX2MAE. And technically it was a little different because it had a different rosette, maybe a slightly different uh, appointments. But if you if you find a Martin OX2MAE uh, on a used sale somewhere, you're basically getting the old OX1E for all intents and purposes. And thanks to Chris Martin, because he was the person who put his foot down about that and said, this has to change. So that was his doing. So thank you, Mr. Chairman. From all of us at Maury's Music, thanks for listening. Hear you later. This has been a presentation of Maury's Music, your trusted source for Martin and Blue Ridge guitars. Find us online at maurysmusic.com. Music.com.